Welcome back to another episode of Songwriting Saves the World. If you are currently listening on Spotify or iTunes or SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts or whatever, like, follow, download. Downloading helps a lot. And if you're on iTunes, you can leave a review. Five stars. Thanks, queens. (laughs) Make sure to follow us on social media. You can follow us on Instagram at Songwriting Saves the World. On Twitter at Song Saves World. You can go ahead and like our Facebook page, get your whole family to like it. You know the drill. Yep. It really helps us out. And if you really like our show and you want to support us on Patreon at Sunrise Saves the World, we have extra content on there and you will get sent a sticker Ooh. and soon merch and everything. So do that. Check it out. And we will hop into the episode with Anna Shoemaker. Welcome back to another episode of Songwriting Saves the World with Anna Shoemaker. We're so excited to have you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. We'll start with a bio. Anna Shoemaker is a Brooklyn-based pop singer and songwriter. She has a handful of really cool projects out, including her most recent EP dropped in 2020 called Everything is Embarrassing, which I love, and four singles since then, um, most recent of which being Call Me, which is a true chill pop bop and I really have been listening to it a lot and I love it so thank you for being here thank you well thank you for having me we have a little icebreaker question and we wanted to know a song that you love right now that you feel is underrated yeah um underrated I know it's a tough question jump right into it with the challenge <laughs> here. <laughs> I would say oh that's a really tough question I don't know that it's underrated, but there's a song called Flowers by Julian Skiboat that I really like. Oh, I haven't heard of that. Okay. Me neither. Well, perfect. I'm excited to listen. Everyone go I listen. F- I feel like I I love it, so I've rated it appropriately, so I don't know that it's <laughs> right, underrated. Right, in your mind. Yeah, that's yeah, I really like it. Sometimes I get surprised, like... If there's a small artist who I listen to a lot and then I'll like play their songs and I get surprised when people don't know them. I'm like, no, what? Like yeah. in my world, this is clearly established. And so <laughs> this person is everything to me. Exactly. I don't understand. So can you give us kind of a background summary of your musical journey and what your story has been that's got you to where you are now? Um, yeah, I mean, I I have always been I feel like I've always kind of considered myself a writer um, and I've always kind of written poetry and songs and stuff since I was young and I always knew that it was something that I wanted to do so it kind of feels like I've just been doing this mm-hmm. forever mm-hmm. you know I feel like yeah so I it's it's always hard to like talk about like a like a you know a journey yeah journey because I just feel like this is like my artist project is very much me mm. it's very much who I am as a person so it's more just like my life yeah know? that makes a lot of sense well, but I was born an artist yeah <laughs> I yeah I don't know about that I mean I definitely feel I don't necessarily all the time feel like an artist I just feel like mm-hmm. a mess oh. and I feel like this mm. is relatable like the way that, that could be quoted yeah that really just, needs to be on a t-shirt yeah I feel just like <laughs> You know, I just feel like this is just kind of who I am, and mm-hmm. I just feel lucky to, like, be able to channel it into something that I can kind of, like, put out there, you know? love that. Yeah, I love that. Do you do any sort of, like, other, like, expressions of art? Like, do you do any sort of, like, visual art, or has it always just come out as music for you? 
Um, I do. I so I I write a lot of poetry, and I do. That's mm-hmm. a lot of where some of my lyrics come from. And lately, I've been doing. I've been taking a lot of um videos on my little like. Oh. I've been doing a lot of like weird video stuff. Um, I don't do any visual art at all. I'm terrible. My mom, she paints, oh, and cool. my sister, my sister paints too. They're both a lot. I don't know. It's harder for me to like think of like a visual thing and then paint it. I feel like I'd have to paint like a still life or like a picture. No, same. I don't understand how people just like think up things to paint. It's really beyond mm-hmm. me. Yeah, I mean, over my head. Anik knows yeah. better than anyone that Anik makes like all most of the like visual stuff for this podcast all of it like anything for instagram and then she'll like send stuff to me to be like oh like what do you think of this and i'll be like give the most like the least helpful like tips ever because i have no idea how to describe (laughs) anything visual it's hilarious i don't know how to i have the i feel like all the producers i work with probably hate me because i feel like i don't know how to describe anything sonically Mm. so i'll be like I'll be like, whoa, 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 that, my vocal needs a lot more space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Can you be, like, a little more specific by what you mean by, like, yeah. space? Or I'll, like, you know, just, like, a little more of, like, an echo. Like, they're like, right. what? Some like, more reverb? glitter. Like, what are we talking about? You're yeah. like, it needs some sparkle. Yeah, it needs a and little, like, like orange. Yeah. It feels a little too blue. Totally. <laughs> and it's funny. It's funny because I usually always work with guys. Mm-hmm. And recently I, I worked with a, a female producer. Woo. And um, I said to her, I was like, I just think like right here it should be like a lot more angry. Uh-huh. And she totally knew what I hey. meant. But I know that like if I said that to a guy, I feel like a guy wouldn't have really known what I meant. Stop. Yeah. I love that. Well. So. It was really interesting. Yeah, literally. Yeah, shout out to being able to describe sounds. Right. (laughs) So funny is that I um, have a friend who goes to Berkeley, and he is a producer, and talked about one time how there's a there's part of one of his production classes where they had an assignment where they got like words that were not music words, words like glitter, like space, like purple, angry, whatever. And, like, as examples of things artists might say to them. And they had to, like, try to interpret that sonically and come up with, like, what they thought that sounded. Like, different ways they thought that sounded. Because of, like, the communication gap there sometimes is between, like, producers and artists or songwriters or whatever. I thought that was hilarious. I don't know. Totally. That's really funny. Not every producer (laughs) knows that. It's really funny when you... Because I also feel like I have, like, my my main producer I work with and I feel like mm. he now knows me so well that he'll be like yeah I know she wants a little yeah 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 whatever. yeah <laughs> well this perfectly ties into our next question because you have a really consistent kind of like chill pop sound that's like a cool blend of like Claro and more R&B influences so when you're writing and producing with different collaborators how do you manage to keep that distinctive mm. style I would say that I really, I I really, I'm obsessed with, like, writing. So I feel mm-hmm. like any, I'm obsessed with, like, capturing an emotion or a feeling. So I really just want the songs to sound the way that I felt when I was writing them. Because a lot of times when I'm in the studio, we will start yeah. with the beat. So then it's like, then I start to feel something from whatever the sound is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like just kind of like I don't know it sounds crazy but like basing things off of emotion 
And I think that obviously like a lot of situations tie together when you're writing songs. So kind of like sonically mm-hmm. creating a story, you know? Like I just wrote this song yeah, where I'm just kind of like, I feel like I'm like, I kind of like came unhinged a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can we like make mm. this, can we make <laughs> this like creepy? Because I want it to sound how I feel. And I feel like my feelings mm. are all... I I tend to ha- be a very emotional person, so mm-hmm. I feel like I don't know. It's really weird, but th- I really I I tend to think no, that yeah. my song like that makes me feel really good that you guys say they all sound cohesive because I tend <laughs> to think I'm like all over the place. No, I feel like a lot of a lot of artists and and friends I have who make music will say that they don't see their own style that they like don't see and I've actually said this like about myself as a songwriter I'm like I don't feel like I feel like things I write always sound different and like I don't have any sort of like north star like I don't know what I'm doing but then other people from the outside would be like no 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 you definitely things you write sound the same not the same as in like they're all the same but they you can definitely tell like what came out of your mind in your universe yeah and I think that's often true that's so true I mean I was in I've I've been working with um this producer Invisible Will now for like a while Mm -hmm. and it's really Mm -hmm. funny because we've written probably I think at this point like maybe like 50 songs together and he we were working on this song and he was like oh like I knew you were gonna go there and I was like what? (laughs) And what? he was like, I knew that you were going to, like, do that melody. That's such, like, an Anna Schumann. That's so your type of melody. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. why, don't, why don't you, like, try switching it up? And I was like, wait, I didn't know I How had, you- like, a, like, he, like, kind of, like, anticipated, which I thought was so interesting yeah. because, and now I'm really aware of it. Like, I know that sometimes there is, like, a place that I'll go, like, especially, you know, like, in a, uh, like, a, um pre-chorus or like something Mm -hmm. like I feel like that I like will instinctually go to just based off like trying to like build emotion and it's really funny now I'm like okay I gotta like switch it up I gotta yeah yeah it is hard I'm not predictable I would do something else (laughs) yes (laughs) be different I do love it though I do love being able to hear a style and especially like with when a songwriter is writing for someone else and you can tell that the song was written by them. Yeah, I yeah. love that Julia too. Michaels. I yeah. feel like yeah, yeah. Song, I feel like I can always tell a Julia Michaels song. Yeah. And Ed Sheeran. And I feel like Ed Sheeran too, I can always tell. Yeah, him as well. Mm-hmm. And sometimes within like an album or a project of an artist, this is like a really like small thing, but it doesn't happen a lot, but someone will like reuse, like recycle phrases or like the same sort of like word or like idea will come up in multiple like tracks on an album and I love that because it like shows you like what's important in their world like Mm -hmm. beyond just like directly a song it's like you can see where like things are connecting and I love that I've been finding that a lot in some of my writing that like images will reappear Mm -hmm. and it's interesting because I just like I don't really think about what I'm writing when I'm writing but it's like when I go back and I listen to because I'm working on an album right now. So it's like I Ooh. will. So I will go back and kind of like listen to like what songs go together. And I'm like, whoa, like you're like not over this situation. Yeah. yeah. Written about it like a couple of times or like maybe we need to like do a little more work. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of like inner work, um, our next question was about like self-care as an artist, because 
from like our own musical community and the people we speak to on the show, there seems to be a common thread of musicians being really freaking hard on themselves. And like there's maybe because art is kind of like elusive or maybe because there's like pressure if you're an artist to be writing songs and good songs all the time and you're like, I don't know. So what are some ways you deal with artistic pressure and kind of take care of yourself as an artist specifically? Yeah, I mean, for me, I think the most important thing is like not being hard on myself, first of all, but like it's just a weird situation, especially because who I am as an artist is who I am as a person it's like it's like my work but it also Mm. never turns off Mm -hmm. and I feel like sometimes there's a bit of a disconnect yeah whether I'm talking to people at my label or like people on like my management or you know kind of people in the industry that aren't artists there is like a disconnect there where it's like no like you got like you it's it's kind of like not yeah like you guys obviously care so much but it's like you're nine to five like I'm like up at night like anxious about yeah. this or like I like feel yeah like, yeah like this is like my personal life that I'm like shouting into the world mm-hmm. and it feels sometimes mm-hmm. I think that just like my biggest thing is like not like giving my like watching tv or like reading a book or like not not working on yeah, music yeah. all the time like because I think it's so easy to feel like you could always be working especially because mm-hmm. you know it's so like like so many people like I don't know if you guys do but like I have like logic on my computer I Mm -hmm. just have splice like or I could always be writing I could always be like bettering my craft or like doing something or like taking photos or like doing something and it feels like there's always something you could be doing but I think that the most important thing is like not doing anything at all and like letting yourself recharge and also like letting yourself live like like going to like like do shit can I curse? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. you're good. <laughs> yeah, you can say whatever <laughs> you want. That's so true. And I think what's what's funny is sometimes I'll I'll be trying to relax, like watching a movie or reading a book or absorbing some sort of other story that is just outside of my own work and life. And then as soon as there's like an interesting idea in a movie, I'm like, oh fuck like I should write a song like I should go like I should oh if there's like any sort of inspiration I'm like oh I need to like seize I need to do something with it but that's where you have to like really step back and be like okay write it down but just go watch the movie and then get to that later because like you can burn out if you're always doing that I tend to get I'm sorry go ahead no no you go no no go I just tend to get like (laughs) anxious when I feel like when I'm like being unproductive and Mm -hmm. that that Mm -hmm. could be like this sounds crazy but like that could be like if I'm on like a date with a guy say that I know it's like kind of boring or like I'm out with my friends Mm -hmm. and it doesn't feel like like I don't know I feel like if if I'm not like (laughs) feeling crazy then I'm like what am I like why I can just be at home you're like Like, I I could be doing anything else yeah Yeah, if it's not like an optimal experience of doing something else, you're like, I'm wasting my. I feel like that's time. a big COVID vibe because it's like I'm like risking yeah. like catching COVID, like chilling with you. Like this has to be like I can. <laughs> and I'm not having fun, so this yeah. is not worth working it. on my album, guys. What are yes, you doing? Exactly. That's so funny. So you're based in Brooklyn, and you've done some really, really sick shows. Some of them being like opening up for Julia Michaels, which is amazing. 
So what's the music scene like in New York? And what do you think are some pros and cons of building a music career in New York? Because I know a lot of people are always like songwriting is in L.A. and like everything is based out of L.A. Personally, Mm. I like New York more. So what do you think are some pros and cons of building a career there? I don't know. I think it depends like what you're looking for. I obviously I've spent like a little bit of time in L.A. Not a lot, but I just am like. Like, I was born and raised in Philadelphia. Like, I'm just, like, an East Coast. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I can't really, like, I just, like, I love the East Coast, and I love the energy here. And I think that something I've found, like, I can't speak for being in L.A., but, like, something that I love in New York is, like, the kind of, like, the community that I've built of, like, artists and, like, mm-hmm. collaborators and just, like, my friends, and I really love how easy it is to kind of get around and just I just love I just really like the east coast kind of mentality like Mm -hmm. fast paced yeah like hustlers I don't know I think that yeah (laughs) I think that LA too is like there's a whole nother like social aspect to it that seems like a lot Mm. I don't know I think that LA is sick though but I just think it's like a different it's definitely like a different vibe. I think there's like like anytime I'm in LA, it's always like a lot of industry mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. and it's interesting because like I didn't grow up really around people in music. Like I really only started to like collaborate with people, or like even talk about music with people. Like once once I moved to New York, like even in college, I was kind of doing it mm-hmm. on my own. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, like, a super, like, music industry Yeah, person. yeah. Like, I'm not, like, super into, like, always talking. I, I actually, like, really hate talking about, <laughs> like, like, I love talking about music, but I don't really love talking about the industry yeah. and all the stuff right. that comes with it. And I find that, like, a lot of, you know, conversations, like, in New York, or, like, people in New York are less industry focused. Yeah. Or I've. I also don't want to talk <laughs> about that because I don't know. Like, maybe there are some people. But I just know in my experience, like, yeah. people see. Like, I I have a much wider spread mm-hmm. group of friends that, like, are don't have anything to do with music yeah. here. I mean, I've heard that, like, and kind of you can tell from, like, what industries are built where, like, L.A. is very entertainment focused. So, like, as in New York, totally. there's lots of businesses, there's lots of industries, but that spreads across so many different focuses so like it's easier to not be surrounded by people that make music or people that are like fucking influencers or whatever that whatever Mm -hmm. like if you go to LA like that's the whole Mm -hmm. thing that's the whole epicenter totally I don't know I also just like wilts under the sun so that's just me like (laughs) (laughs) the northeast robust yeah it really is we are obviously not a fashion podcast, but for this po- for this episode, we were doing our research and looking at your Instagram, listening to your music, and we love your style. Your style in inst- on your Instagram, yeah, and on your album covers and everything. Guys, no, wow, literally. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much. I wanted to ask: Do you think about? have it and like your style like matches your music somehow so like do you think about that and like how do you do that how do you create I mean, that sonic and visual aesthetic first of all thank you that is so <laughs> nice um i just it's all looped in in the same thing for me like when i get dressed in the morning it's like 
it's like I like have I like I've said like I just like I real it's really just you know I just really want to ex I like I just feel like I feel so much that like mm. any way that I can express myself and get it kind of out of me like fashion's a big part mm-hmm. of that and like the way that I dress and like definitely like you know it it all ties in together it's all kind of like it's almost like I see it as like you know playing a character yeah that's kind of like Mm -hmm. a way to like get out of my own head because it's like you know I'm also like a Leo I feel like that's a Leo thing (laughs) I think it is a Leo thing I have a Leo rising I relate to that Leos are the worst no no (laughs) I I love love Leo and trust me we love astrology like we have to restrain ourselves from talking about it on this podcast or else we would all the time but I'm so glad you brought it up because (laughs) (laughs) I love I, I love <laughs> me always wondering what's their, what's su- their sign. Sometimes, what's their sign? <laughs> sometimes we try to guess. Like, don't say it. Don't say we try it. to guess after we have interviews, and we try to guess what the person's sign was just from like what they were like. It's actually hilarious. <laughs> People always ask me if I'm a Leo, and I'm like, Yeah, yeah you seem like a Leo. <laughs> I love Leos because I feel like Leos are always the easiest to pick yeah. out of the lineup. I'm like, Leo. And Leos kind of they have the yes. same like they have kind of confident like fierce energy like Aries but it's like if Aries is the evil one and Leo is like the good one of like that like wow. intense energy my ex my ex really? is Aries so that <laughs> that tracks that tracks but yeah like oh God, I think I'm so sorry <laughs> I think for me like like fashion and like getting like dressed in the morning is just part of yeah. like who I am as an artist and it's like if I'm like feeling myself like like yesterday I went I was going to the studio with um to finish this song with my friend Andrew and he's kind of a fuck boy and I was like I need to dress like a fuck boy and I'm gonna go in there dress like a fuck boy and I'm yeah. gonna mean Hell yeah. and I'm gonna get this done and I'm gonna like get on his level and then today I'm like I love those oh cute so I was just I just feel like it's so it's just all part of like this yeah i think even in outside of like a musical persona or anything like i'll use kind of mini versions of characters just to feel confident in everyday life like just like oh i'm gonna like i'm gonna dress like this like person from this show and like in in, like a really subtle way just in my own Mm -hmm. head because i'll think it's fun and it'll make me feel confident today yeah So our last question for you is the song breakdown. So we do song breakdowns on the podcast of basically kind of like your inspiration for writing a song and the writing process of the song to recording and releasing it and how you feel Mm -hmm. now that it's out. And we love Call Me and wanted to know if you would do Uh, it for that one. Yeah, definitely. Wait, so wait, what do you want me to do for it? So just like a song breakdown from like the inspiration of writing the song to the writing process to like recording and putting it out. Yeah, Definitely. I mean, I wrote that song in the beginning of the pandemic at um, at Shifted. Mm. Yeah, the old days. The old the, days. The dark days. Um, <laughs> I was at I was at um, Shifted <laughs> Studios in Greenpoint with um, Chetta, one of my good friends, and he had this beat and mm-hmm. I was at the time simping for <laughs> this guy and I just was like, I was just like call me like and then I was thinking of all the reasons like mm-hmm. like I don't know I just was like 
in my feelings. And I was just like writing about, you know, just call me. Call me, like, call me anything. Call yeah. me anytime. Let's go. Right. You're mm-hmm. so cute. And then I wrote the song <laughs> and um, I just signed to a new label called Plus One and I sent it to them and they really liked it. And I thought, like, we we wanted to spend, I want really wanted to spend a lot of time um, between, like, kind of my last release um silver Mm -hmm. cowboy boots and like my next Mm -hmm. kind of stuff that i'm putting out which is all stuff from my album Mm -hmm. and i thought that it would be we thought that it would be like a nice little like valentine's day vibe yeah so we put it out um and yeah i mean i i always i was talking about this with my friend middle part last night his band is called middle part i was talking about this with him last night that like we were talking about how we love our demos and like I'll listen to my demos and be like, mm-hmm. yes, yes. But the second it's out, fire. I'm like, there's like, there's only a couple, there's only a couple <laughs> songs that I'm like, yeah, this is still like, I love this song. But it's like mm-hmm. the second you put a song out, yeah. there's something that like, it's like, it kind of just belongs to other people. It's not as like, it's not yeah. as, you know, personal yeah, I feel anymore. that. Yeah, it kind of like it feels like yeah. it loses its, ma- its magic just a little bit. Yeah, and you're like why? How did that happen? Yeah, like Rachel says the same thing. She was like, when we write something or whatever, she's like, I listen to the demo all the time, and as soon as the song's out, she's like, I don't listen right. to it at all. Yeah, I yeah. No, absolutely. I totally feel that with Call Me, it was like that for sure. And then we also shot. I had my best friend shoot a video, so we listened to the song so many times. But I Ooh, mean, I still yeah. really love the song, and I love like the the vibe of it I feel like it's um it's it's different from my other stuff which is cool but I just wanted like yeah. a little sweet song to put out before I put out you know stuff that's gonna be more the whole shebang yeah, totally. right. an album yeah I kind of feel like I think I heard someone say this maybe there's an artist called Tessa Violet and she was talking about mm-hmm. how um when a song is not out yet it like or a project it has all this potential it's like it could be anything and you don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. you don't know like who's going to hear it and it and it has this magic because it's like just this thing that only you've heard and it could do anything once it's out and then you put it out and it like it is what it is like mm-hmm. what happened happened and you're like obviously it can be exciting and awesome but you're like it doesn't have that like infinite possibility anymore and that's like a little depressing i also think for <laughs> me for me i also think in a like personal way when I put out a song it's like it feels like kind of like airing my dirty laundry in a way mm, like whether mm-hmm, it's positive yeah. or a negative so it's just kind of like almost like uh is this gonna be yeah stressful like, everyone is in my business yeah we're yeah. just gonna but it's like yeah totally totally <laughs> no that makes a lot of sense that's all our questions. Thank you for being on yeah, the show. Thank you. thank you so much for having me. Thank you guys for listening to that episode. Yes, thank you. Anna I super you loved cool. it. Yeah, she was yeah. really cool. There's a lot of cool things. I mean, opening up for Julie Michaels is pretty amazing. That's so fun. She's super cool. Check out her music. And her Instagram will be in the description yeah. of the episode. Love you guys. Love See you. you next See you next week. week. Bye. Mwah. Mwah.